If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, everybody. Welcome. <clears throat> Hope uh, everybody's week has gone well. It is Friday, the 16th of April. Uh, we are closing in on wrapping this unit up. Uh, you got one more week of your project work and just uh, a couple more of these podcasts to listen to to get us through all the standards. Uh, hopefully you're finding them helpful and um, not too much of a burden for you. All right. So today we're going to hit up uh, 5.8 and 5.9. Remember that's College Board 3.8 and 3.9. And, and they deal with uh, some more amendment stuff. This is actually the last of the amendments that we'll talk about. Uh, this is getting uh, into the due process stuff, which I'll explain in just a second. And uh, the rights to the accused and the, and the right to privacy. Okay. <clears throat> so those are the two topics for today. Uh, first off, we need to understand, let's just understand due process to begin with. Uh, due process is a clause in the 14th Amendment. The 14th Amendment defines citizenship, <clears throat> but it also gives us two clauses that you really got to know. Uh, equal protection, which we're going to get into in the next set of podcasts when we get into the, the kind of the civil rights movement and equal protection and stuff. Uh, and then the due process clause. All right. So due process is all the rights that you get uh, as an accused person. And they, you know, it starts from the time that you are considered for a crime. You know, if they're investigating and they need to search, you know, or you're, you're coming up as a suspect or something like that, you're entitled to certain rights and all that stuff is a part of your due process. And then as we move through the steps of, you know, being a suspect, being charged, searched, sought, charged, arrested, going to trial, even after uh, you've been found guilty, potentially, don't be found guilty of anything. Uh, in jail, you still have uh, several rights that, that fall into through the due process. Okay, so what uh, our 5.8 is about is the the rights that you have uh, as an accused person. Once again, hopefully you're never accused of anything, uh, but um, you you have uh, certain rights. Okay, now once again, like we talked about with selective incorporation, this is something the states don't always want to, I shouldn't say the states don't want, that sounds, that sounds wrong. Uh, the states are going to look to protect your, your rights as the accused. Okay. But they, if they didn't have to, they might do things a little bit differently and that could potentially infringe upon uh, your rights uh, as an individual. And so the due process clause in the 14th amendment has been used to stop states from infringing upon, upon uh, your individual rights as an accused person. OK, now the court, uh, if you look at the standards, uh, the first one, the court has an, an occasionally rule in favor of states power to restrict individual liberty. All right. As, for example, when speech can be shown to increase the danger to public safety. So it's not always, hey, we're going to do this, this and this, and we're going to go to extreme measures to um, you know, protect uh, your individual liberties. There are times and, and, and places and uh, places, but things you can say potentially uh, that are going to you know, increase your danger and they're going to restrict your free speech. And we talked about this with the freedom of speech thing. You can't go into a place to, a, you know, couldn't go to a crowded mall and say shooter or go to a school lunch, you know, lunchroom with packed with students 
and say something like that, uh, because that's going to create a dangerous situation. So your individual liberties there uh, might be, uh, or not might be, they would be uh, kind of infringed upon, even though you, know, you shouldn't be doing that. Um, next standard is the Miranda rule. All right. And uh, this really is the start of your due process. So once you're, I shouldn't say the start, but uh, it's, it's one of the first things. So you're, if you're arrested, once again, don't be arrested. But if you ever are, you're going to get those rights read to you. And you need to remember that Miranda was uh, arrested for attacking and raping uh, a woman in Arizona. Uh, he was questioned and he admitted it. All right. Well, that was used at his trial. And that was one of the main things that, that got him uh, convicted was the, his admission. Um, and so once he got into to jail and started researching appeals and things like that, the the, the Fifth Amendment, and um, you, you don't have to you don't have to uh, testify against yourself. Okay, so he didn't know that he didn't have to to answer the questions of the police, and so that's what he's going to use to to appeal, and he's going to get uh, a new trial. Now he's still feeling guilty even without his admission of guilt, but he's you know it's it's, it's uh, there was enough evidence against him uh, for that, but uh, he did get that second trial, so that was a big thing. But now, you know, you're going to get those rights read to you. Now, the court don't think it's get out of free, get out of jail free card uh, if they don't read you your rights. There's still potential for uh, exceptions to be made. They can read you your rights at any point. Sometimes, depending upon what you're charged with, they might not read your rights. There's all kinds of things that go into that. So you know, we try and keep it as simple as possible with, it, with with this stuff, but just keep in mind, it's not always guaranteed that, oh, they didn't read my rights. I get out of jail. And that's not always the case. All right. Uh, but the fifth and sixth amendments are, are, are set up to protect your rights as an accused person. Okay. Um, and in the fifth, there's no double jeopardy, no, no testifying against yourself, uh, things like that. The sixth amendment, you know, speedy fair trial, uh, public trial, jury trial, right to you know, see your witnesses and things like that. Okay. Um, the pretrial rights of the accused, uh, that typically deals with your unreasonable search and seizures. Uh, and that is, once again, a balancing act sometimes where, hey, we need to weigh public safety versus your right to no unlawful search and seizure. And so uh, that's something that, that happens uh, quite often. Okay. Um, I'm just looking through the standards here, making sure I cover everything you need to know. Um, we've covered the Fourth Amendment a couple of times, so I feel pretty good about all that stuff. You know, uh, hopefully, you know that cell phones are protected under the Fourth Amendment at this point. Um, we know that this was kind of uh, fourth, the, 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 we lost some of that with the, the Patriot Act and things like that. Okay. Uh, right to an attorney. Um, this is a big one, and there's a court case you got to know, Gideon versus Wainwright. <clears throat> in this case, uh, Gideon was accused of breaking into a pool hall. He was charged. He asked for a lawyer, but it was a misdemeanor at the time, and so he was not given a lawyer. They only gave lawyers to felon, felons, like people charged with a felony. And so he's arrested, he's charged, he's tried and convicted. He goes to jail. He appeals based on the fact that, hey, I should have got a lawyer. And the Supreme Court is eventually going to agree with them that uh, you should get a lawyer no matter what. So like I told you all way back in January, when we went over the Bill of Rights to begin with, if you're ever arrested, and this goes for me because this is what I would do, okay? If I'm ever arrested, I have no idea who I would call. Like, 
what lawyer do I talk to? I don't, I don't have a lawyer. So I would just say, give me a lawyer. Then I would shut up. All right. And that, that's your best bet. But you're going to get one because of Gideon versus Wainwright. Uh, the Fourth Amendment, there is a, a rule that you need to know. It's called the exclusionary rule. We talked about this with MAP versus Ohio. I personally think MAP, M-A-P-P versus Ohio should be in a, a required case, but it's not. But there's a big rule that comes from the exclusionary rule. And all that means is that illegally obtained evidence cannot be used against you. So if there is an unlawful search and seizure and they find something they try to use against you in uh, a trial, they cannot. It should be kicked out. Now, it's it, up to your lawyer to get it kicked out. So just keep that in mind. Uh, the judge is not going to be, oh, hey, I, I, I see that this is illegally obtained. I'm going to kick it out. No, your lawyer would have to petition and do their job. Uh, to get it kicked out. So just keep that in mind. All right, moving on to 5.9 or 3.9 according to the College Board and the right to privacy. Now, one of the big things to remember about this is that there, there's no mention of right to privacy in the Constitution, in the Bill of Rights, anywhere in that. It is something that has been interpreted, okay, uh, through the due, due process clause and the, the Fourth Amendment uh, to protect people, okay, and, and say, hey, you are guaranteed a reasonable right of privacy. All right. Um, and so that is where that comes from. Uh, once again, there's no privacy in the Constitution. All right. Uh, and this was born out of Roe versus Wade. Uh, you're probably familiar with Roe versus Wade. Uh, probably have heard about it before. This is the case where uh, Roe wanted to, to, she had pregnant, wanted to have an abortion. It was against Texas law, as it was against most. Uh, state laws at the time was the abortions were, were illegal and um, she's going to go to the court uh, asking for the, the state laws to be overturned basically so that's where the case comes from the Supreme Court's going to get it eventually now the Supreme Court does not you know snap their fingers and hey we're going to hear this case and we're going to go we know you you have a timeline here because you're pregnant and we want you to, to, to be able to take care of all that um, it took him a while. She actually you had the baby uh, eventually. Um, there's a pretty good documentary on on the on row um, on FX. If you ever want to watch it, uh, in the last years of her life, she did a uh, did a documentary and it kind of told the story of her um, how she was pro-abortion and then she got flipped to the anti-abortion crowd. Worked with them for a little bit. She said it was for the money. Went back to the. It was. It's. It's. It's kind of a crazy story. But anyways, it's pretty good if you want to find it on FX. Um, but the Supreme Court eventually found, hey, right to privacy. So all the, the laws, all those state laws were overturned. And uh, now abortions are a thing uh, because of that. Okay. Uh, some cases that, that aren't necessarily wins and losses were, well, I guess they, they are wins and losses, but um, one case, uh, Potawatomi County versus Earls, this dealt with school drug testing. Uh, the young lady, Earls, uh, did not feel comfortable submitting to drug tests. Uh, she said it was an invasion of her right to privacy, and um, it went to the Supreme Court eventually. And uh, basically, the, the county had created drug tests for extracurricular activities. And she fought it. She lost. In the, she made it to the Supreme Court, but she lost there. It was a close decision. But the, she, the, the, the courts agreed that uh, the schools had the right to, to decide if they wanted to try and stop drug use. Cats uh, versus the U.S. Cats, K-A-T-Z, not the animal cats. Um, they, and this, this guy, Cats, was making uh, 
bets by a, a, a public payphone. I know you don't know what those are, but uh, we used to have payphones. And he was making bets and things like that, and they wiretapped it. And they recorded some of his, his illegal activities, and they used that in, against him. Well, he fought it and said, I have a right to privacy. Well, the phone calls make, and the Supreme Court agreed with him. Uh, you're, I can't remember the name of the case, but your, your uh, phones, you have a right to privacy there. They cannot make you access your phone. There's so much data on there nowadays that um, they can't do that. So, all right, guys, uh, I went kind of quick there because I was running short on time. Um, if you have questions or concerns about right to privacy or your rights of the accused, let me know. We'll talk about it. But I uh, hope all is well. Hope you have a good Friday, a good weekend. And I'll wrap up my podcast series on probably Monday, maybe Tuesday, probably Tuesday, because we'll probably do two more uh, to get through the civil rights era. All right, guys, take care. Later.